Welcome to another edition of Sean's Sports Show. This is episode number 80, and I am coming at you from the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Today, I'm going to be covering the breaking news in sports, as well as the results of the Los Angeles sports teams, and um, that's about it. So, the first thing I'm going to be talking about, or reporting, I should say, is basically a bit of a more in-depth uh, you know, analysis of the uh, of the Rockets game five win over the Warriors and in the previous episode I kind of just said that you know the Rockets won at home but I'm going to be giving you a bit of a more analysis here so the Houston Rockets held serve on their home court and defeated the Warriors 98 to 94 in game five of the Western Conference Finals on Thursday night uh, yesterday in game two oh, excuse me in game five to take a 3-2 series lead Eric Gordon led all Houston scorers with 24 points off the bench, while Chris Paul worked his way through early struggles and finished with 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists before leaving late in the fourth quarter with an apparent hamstring injury. James Harden, meanwhile, sputtered his way to 19 points on 21 shots. Kevin Durant had 29 points, Stephen Curry had 22 points, and Klay Thompson had 23 points. Uh, They were all solid efforts, but the Dubs' potential game-tying possession with under 5 seconds remaining resulted in a Draymond Green turnover. If you had told the Warriors before Game 5 that Harden would finish with 19 points on 5 of 21 shooting from the floor and 0 of 11 from 3, 4 assists and 6 turnovers, they they probably wouldn't have believed you. And yet they couldn't capitalize on favorable circumstances as the league's likely MVP remained pretty bad in a shooting slump that dates back to Game 4. On top of that, the Rockets shot a a shaky 13 of of 43, good enough for 30.2% from 3. And the other night, those numbers would have favored the Warriors in a major way, but thanks to a handful of clutch-contested conversions from Paul and the Rockets' 33-4 edge in bench scoring, Houston was able to shake off Harden's um, pretty bad decision-making and ride a collective effort to move within one win of the NBA Finals. However, Harden may not have that luxury of getting bailed out again. Chris Paul appeared to be dealing with a rather serious hamstring injury, and head coach Mike D'Antoni said after the game that the floor general is, quote, worried about his status moving forward, according to the Associated Press, Presses top Tim Reynolds. In the event that Paul can't suit up for game, game six, the pressure will be on Harden to produce a legacy defining performance so the Rockets can avoid heading back to Houston for game seven. Once upon a time, the Warriors blistered opponents by embracing controlled chaos. Their motion offense flustered even the league's stingiest defenses, and it always felt like a matter of when, not if, they would go on a back breaking run filled with three pointers. That wasn't the case in game five, however. So, that's that now. Covering James Harden's uh, post-game reaction from his shooting slump. James Harden doesn't care about his shooting percentage as long as the Houston Rockets keep winning in the playoffs. Quote, who cares? Harden told reporters following the Rockets' four-point win over the Warriors. Harden did point out he's in, he is impacting the game in other ways as he tries to shoot his way out of his offensive struggles. Quote, I'm just missing shots, he said, but we're winning and I'm trying to compete on the, on the defensive end and do other things to help my team win. But if we've got a guy like Eric Gordon... Uh, making shots and being aggressive, who cares? The win gave Houston a 3-2 series lead, putting the Rockets one win away from uh, reaching the NBA Finals for the first time since the 1994-95 season. Despite the Rockets' success, Harden has struggled to find a shot since uh, since scoring 41 points in Game 1. Uh, the MVP frontrunner, frontrunner is connecting on 36.8% of his attempts in the past four games, uh, 32 of 87, in- including missing 20 straight three-pointers dating back to Game 4. In Game 5, as I already said, he went 5 of 21 from the field, uh, all of 11 from 3, 
although he was 9 of 9 from the free throw line. He finished with 19 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals with 6 turnovers. The Rockets will have an opportunity to close out the Warriors in Game 6 on Saturday at Oracle Arena. So, that's that. Now covering uh, Draymond Green's reaction to this game. Draymond Green is confident the Warriors will win Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals on Saturday. Quote, we'll be back here for Game 7, Green told ESPN.com's Chris Haynes. Golden State trails in a postseason series for the first time since losing Game 7 of the 2016 NBA Finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Warriors' offense in particular has scuffled in losing the past two games. Houston's defense has held it to under 100 points in both losses and only 41.6% shooting. And uh, Green had two miscues at the end of Game 5. After Trevor Ariza missed a free throw, Green passed the ball before calling a timeout that prevented the ball from being moved up to midcourt. He mishandled the pass on the ensuing possession with Golden State trailing 96-94, leading to, leading to an Eric Gordon steal that sealed Houston's win. So that's that. Now, switching gears to the MLB. Don't talk about it too much, uh, you know, as far as breaking news. But anyway, the Boston Red Sox have parted ways with Henley Ramirez today, Friday, after uh, activating Dustin Pedroia off the disabled list. Ramirez was designated, designated for assignment by the Red Sox to make room on the 25-man roster. The Red Sox will have seven days to trade or release Ramirez. There is a financial incentive for the Red Sox to make this move. Alex Speyer of the Boston Globe noted Ramirez is still owed more than $15 million this season. However, Ramirez carries a $22 million option for 2019 that automatically vests if he reaches 497 plate appearances this season. The 34-year-old is at 195 plate appearances through 44 games. Ramirez's time in Boston has largely been a disappointment due to his injuries and erratic play. He has posted negative fan graphs and uh, negative fan graphs war totals three times since 2015, including a minus um, 0.1 this season. In 2016, Ramirez hit 286 with 30 homers and 111 RBIs in 147 games to help Boston win the American League East. His, his 708 OPS this season is the lowest of his career. The Red Sox haven't been hurt by Ramirez's lack of production in 2018, however. They entered Friday with the best record in Major League Baseball with at 34-16, and 16, and they rank second in the MLB with, six, with 264 runs scored. So it's not like they need Hanley Ramirez in any way, shape, or form. Now switching uh, gears back to the NBA. Uh, San Antonio Spurs shooting guard Danny Green said Friday uh, that teammate Kawhi Leonard told him he wants to remain with the organization amid speculation about his future. Green discussed Leonard's status during an appearance on ESPN's Get Up and said the 2014 NBA Finals MVP, quote, verbally expressed his desire to stay with the Spurs. Leonard was limited to only nine games during the season because of a lingering quad injury. The situation created tension between the 26-year-old superstar and the franchise, including longtime head coach Greg Popovich, who would often refer questions about the small forward's availability to his, quote, group. Quote, you'll have to ask Kawhi and his group that question, Popovich told reporters in April. So far, they say that he's not ready to go, so we can't do anything until that happens. Then we would have to decide what's going on from there, but that's the first thing that has to happen. San Antonio was eliminated by the reigning champion Golden State Warriors in the first round of the playoffs. Since then, there's been a variety of reports about Leonard's future. In early May, Ramona Shelburne and Michael C. Wright of ESPN.com reported the Spurs were concerned, quote, Leonard's group has an ulterior motive to stay to fray the relationship in order to push for a trade to larger markets such as Los Angeles, New York City, or Philadelphia. Leonard hasn't publicly commented on whether he wants to stay with, stay with the Spurs. San Antonio doesn't have a ton of time to seek a solution. The 2018-19 season is the final guaranteed year of the two-time uh, Defensive Player of the Year's contract per spot track. Uh, he can decline a player option to become a free agent next summer if an extension agreement is, in, is not reached before then.
So that's that. Now another NBA story. Uh, Phoenix Suns general manager Ryan McDonough said Friday he expects the organization to retain the first overall pick in the 2018 NBA draft. Scott Bardo of the Arizona Republic noted McDonough called it a, quote, overwhelming likelihood the Suns stay at number one rather than trading the top selection. Phoenix, Phoenix finished the season with the NBA's worst record at 21-61, and 61, and they won the draft lottery last week to obtain the first pick. If, if the Suns keep the choice, they will choose from a prospect headlined by Arizona center DeAndre Ayton, Real Madrid guard Luka Doncic, and Duke power forward Marvin Bagley. In March, Ayton told CBS Sports Radio via SB Nation's The Bright Side he envisioned himself playing alongside Devin Booker with the Suns. Quote, honestly, I could see myself in Phoenix, he said. I could see a little Shaq and Kobe 2.0. Booker has emerged as a legitimate franchise cornerstone after averaging after averaging 24.9 points during the season, which would have ranked 8th in the NBA if he had enough playing time to qualify. It takes two or three star level players in order to contend though. Aiden has the potential to become that second crucial building block for Phoenix after a standout freshman campaign with the Wildcats. He was named Pac-12 Player of the Year after averaging 20.1 points, 11.6 rebounds, and 1.9 blocks while shooting 63.5% across 35 appearances. Although it's unclear whether, whether the Suns prefer Aiden or one of the class's other top prospects, it sounds like they plan to keep the number one overall pick when the draft takes place on June 21st at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York City. So that's that. Now, now another NBA story that's pretty big. The Houston Rockets announced uh, today, Friday, that point guard Chris Paul will miss game six of the Western Conference Finals due to a right hamstring strain. According to Chris Mannix of Yahoo Sports, the Rockets um, released the following medical update on CP3. The Rockets announced today that um, guard Chris Paul will miss Saturday's game at Golden State with a right hamstring strain that occurred during the fourth quarter of last night's game against the Warriors. He will be reevaluated after the team returns to Houston. Uh, the Rockets left. The Rockets did leave the door open for Paul to play in a potential um, game seven if Golden State wins Saturday. But Mark Stein of the New York Times tweeted, "Quote: The Rockets are naturally going to make these announcements one game at a time because that's the right thing to do strategically." But the pessimism emanating from Houston about possibility to bounce back for a potential game six is unmistakable. Prior to exiting game five, Paul scored 20 points to go along with seven rebounds, six assists, and three steals. He previously injured his right foot in game two of the Western Conference Finals, but he played through it. Uh, with one more win, Paul will reach the NBA Finals for the first time in his Hall of Fame career, and the Rockets will make it for the first time since 1995. So, you know, that's that, and um, I, ho I hope that Chris Paul will play. Now switching gears to the NFL, first NFL story of the day. Former Philadelphia 76ers general manager Sam Hinkie is back in the front office, but at this time it's, it's, a, it's in a behind-the-scenes role for an NFL team. Per the Athletics, Nikki uh, Jabavla Hinky is working with the Denver Broncos as an, as an analytics consultant. The phrase, quote, trust the process came to describe the 40-year-old uh, Hinky's tenure as 76ers GM. It has since become a motto for the franchise, even though he stepped down in April 2016 after leading the Sixers to a 47 and 195 record. Mitch uh, Tanny, the Broncos director of football, analytics explained, explained to Jabavla what the analytics department is doing. Quote, it's a wealth of data and it's our job to extract insights with the coordination with the strength and conditioning staff, athletic training, with the rehab group and their table to make sure it makes sense. Again, it's that pragmatic part. If we do just want, if we do uh, some one-off research that doesn't make any sense, that doesn't go, that doesn't do anybody any good, it needs to be applicable. Hinky interned with the San Francisco 49ers and Houston Texans while attending Stanford to earn his master's degree. After graduating from college, Hinky tra transitioned uh, to the NBA as a special assistant to, to former Houston Rockets GM 
Carol Dawson, rising to the position of executive vice president in Houston before being hired by the Sixers in 2013. So I think it's a pretty good move, uh, you know, mutually. So switching gears to the MLB, another baseball story. The Seattle Mariners are not waiting for the July 31st non-waiver trade deadline to make moves to bolster their postseason chances. On Friday, the team announced it acquired reliever Alex Colom and outfielder Denard Spann from the Tampa Bay Rays, along with cash considerations in exchange for starting pitchers Andrew Moore and Tommy Romero. At 29-20, Seattle finds itself in the thick of the playoff race early. The team is sitting three games behind the Houston Astros in the American League West and has a one-and-a-half game lead over the Los Angeles Angels for the second wildcard spot. However, this squad has lost a couple of key uh, pieces lately. Second baseman Robinson Cano fractured his hand earlier this month and received an 80-game suspension for violating the, the league's drug policy. D. Gordon, who started this year in center field, was expected to be Cano's replacement at second, uh, and he hit the disabled list earlier, earlier this week with a fractured big right toe. The Mariners decided not to risk letting injuries hamper their campaign. In six seasons with Tampa Bay, Colon posted a 3.21 ERA and a 1.24 whip. Uh, he also has a career rate of 8.1 strikeouts per nine innings. As solid as, as he has uh, as solid as solid he has been throughout his career, the right-hander has had some struggles with uh, this season. He has a 4.15 ERA and 1.48 whip, and he has been scored on in eight of his 23 appearances. Span, on the other hand, is heading to his fourth team in four years. The 34-year-old is hitting just 238 with four home runs, seven doubles, one triple, six stolen bases, and 28 RBIs. While he's hitting well below his career 282 mark, he is finding ways to get on base. The veteran outfielder has a 364 on base percentage. Uh, thanks to 28 walks and 173 plate appearances, he can play all three outfield positions, uh, although he has only played left field this season. Meanwhile, the Rays are getting a pair of talented young arms, as minor league baseball pointed out. Moore, who's a second-round pick in 2015, got his feet wet in the majors this season. The right-hander went 1-5 with a 5.34 ERA and a 1.15 whip and 31 strikeouts in 11 appearances, including 9 starts. He allowed 14 home runs and 59 innings. Romero, meanwhile, has impressed since Seattle took him in the 15th round uh, of last year's draft. He went 5-1 with a 2.08 ERA in 13 games. Uh, two of them were starts uh, in rookie ball last season. He's continued to build on that success in 2018. Seattle now has a boost as it looks to make the postseason for the first time since 2001. On the other end of the deal, the Rays have a pair of promising pitchers to develop themselves. So, uh, that's, that's that. Uh, now covering another NBA playoff result. LeBron James lives for elimination games and the Boston Celtics were uh, reminded of the harsh reality Friday night when he erupted for 46 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists in a 109-99 Game 6 win at Quicken Loans Arena to force Game 7. James played 46 minutes in the season-saving triumph as Cleveland was forced to make uh, to make do without Kevin Love for all but five minutes after he collided with Jason Tatum in the first quarter and was later ruled out as he, un as he underwent evaluation for a possible concussion. Jalen Brown had 27 points, and he led the way for the Celtics, while Jason Tatum had 15 points, and Al Horford had 6 points, and he failed to produce as Boston fell to 1-7 uh, on the road in the playoffs. Uh, the Celtics weren't supposed to be here in the first place, not without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. But now they're heading back to Boston with a chance to punch their ticket to the NBA Finals. Um, the Celtics aren't just happy to be here, they belong, and they prove time and time again thanks to the play of their young cornerstones, which brings us to Game 7. While Tatum didn't look that aggressive and Brown managed only 12 points over the final 36 minutes after posting 15 in the first quarter, neither should Fred as Boston prepares for a game that could serve as an unforgettable prologue to, to illustrious careers. Both Tatum and Brown have been excellent at TD Gardens since the start of the postseason, and they've found another uh, 
gear of late. Brown is averaging a team-best 21 points on 44.9% shooting from the field and 38.1% from three in the three Eastern Conference Finals home games. So that's that, and uh, it's going to be a great, probably most likely a great game. So um, that's all we have for the breaking news in sports. Now we are going to be covering the Los Angeles sports team, starting with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers uh, play today. They opened their uh, series against the San Diego Padres. They won by a score of 4-1. Their next game is tomorrow at 7.10 p.m. Pacific, 10.10 p.m. Eastern against the Padres as they look to take uh, games 1 and 2 of their series. Uh, now the Angels. Uh, the Angels played uh, the, uh, game 1 of their series against the New York Yankees. Uh, winning two to uh, excuse me losing two to one, uh, so they'll look to bounce back tomorrow as they face the Yankees in Game Two of their series. Uh, now the LA uh, Galaxy, uh, their their next game is um, excuse me they beat they play this they played the San Jose Earthquakes today and they won by a score of one zero. Their next game is against FC Dallas. Wednesday, May 30th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so that's that. And now LAFC. Uh, LAFC, uh, next game is tomorrow against DC United. So uh, that's that. And um, that's all we have for the Los Angeles sports teams. And um, that's all we have for this episode of uh, Sean's Sports Show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support. And uh, it, today is uh, Saturday, or excuse me, Friday, May 25th, 2018. And um, episode number 81 will be, uh, you know, recorded and released on Saturday, May 26, 2018. So, again, thank you for the support, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks.